You step in front of me and I will run you over, motherfucker. It's October 12, 2022, and this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 118. Rock in the Rocky Mountains, I'm Abel Kirby. And pulling it out of your ass, I'm Cold Acid. My ass? Hey, don't you put your stuff no, in there? No, no, the listeners' asses. The listeners' collective asses. <laughs> oh, man, our uh, collective asses are in for I- I've gotten, I've gotten so good at pulling things out of my ass, I'm now able to pull them out of other people's asses instead. Now, you're very close to this band topic, which is clowns, because clowns do something like that, too. We did a clown special. We clowns can't do anymore. Clowns pull themselves out of cars. <laughs> Out of the boot. Um, yeah. Yeah. How many clowns do you fit inside a VW Bug? Depends uh, on how- 666. Depends on how long you cook them. Okay. Uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've got some... Uh, I think that calls for a drink. Oh, geez. I've got the lamest, or maybe the best drink. Um, I'll introduce mine first. It is just pure life water. And a water oh. bottle. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds boring. Yeah, that's all I get for now. I have Mandarin Haritos. Haritos? Let's imagine that that jingle played because uh, I don't have it on, on a board. <laughs> haritos! Da, 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 da. So today's, uh, if you couldn't guess, it's a little bit hectic for me. Uh, we're starting the show late. That's my fault. Um, I'm at a, a trade show in Denver, as I've told some people at IRC. I'll say it on the show. And we had a strict um, time where we could break down the booth that, we, that our company had uh, and it interfered with the show. Over here, we're two hours behind, so, you know, it's actually 8 p.m. Eastern, but it's, uh, it's much sooner than that mountain time. The, uh... Did you get to break down the booth babes, too? Oh, the booth babes, you know, you, uh, pop them apart, and they fold right up and fit in the bag. It's great. You just let the air awesome. out, man. That's the kind of booth babes I have. The, um... Oh, my! <laughs> without boring you with, uh, with, the. Uh, Work stuff, it's been good. Um, I got to see the Rocky Mountains again, which is great. A uh, little tour of a brewery, which was fun. I've never been to that particular place, but it was right in the middle of downtown Denver. And um, I'm riding my own bus. Uh, my old bus, I should say, not my own bus. Uh, back when I lived right around here, I used to take the FF1 bus uh, back and forth to Denver. And then I got to ride it back to, the, uh, to this hotel, which happens to be along the stops of it. So there's a little bit of... Um, I don't know. It it didn't feel particularly uh, Did you go by the old but, apartment? Uh, I did that earlier this year, but I did not break in and steal the dish rack. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my, my little Colorado update. Uh, uh, it's the third time I've been here this year. Uh, all three of them have been for business of one form or another, but there's a lot more fun. I'm schmoozing a lot more this time with uh, some old friends, colleagues, stuff. That's good. Um, how about you? What's been going on with, uh, I believe you had a holiday. Yeah, yeah. Monday was our Thanksgiving, which happens in October because it's too cold to do it when your Thanksgiving happens. <laughs> and, uh, how is... Aside from that, I'm still nodeless in Neattle. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, my node is technically up and online, but I, uh, I don't have a path to helipad right now. Um, that is not accessible from where I am, and so uh, it looks like boostergrams are going to have to be punted to next week, since you can't read them and I can't read them. That's true. They they will. Yep. But uh, in the meantime, we did get another cash donation from Bayern Giant. 
yes. of $3.33 USD. Mm-hmm. He didn't include a message this time, but he is our executive producer for all of that. Yep. Uh, there was a little note I saw on um, No Agenda Social from last month. Uh, uh, last month. Last, uh, last episode. And I'm just looking to see. Was that what he sent me? Da, 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 da. Anyway, we appreciate the support. And uh, uh, the executive producership goes to you. The um, comment that I got from last episode was mostly positive and mostly about Halo. Yeah, I saw a couple of messages about that, about uh, the episode as well on uh, on the socials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the uh, the topic, I don't think we even explored as much as we could, because uh, I don't know if I brought it up on the show before, but I've read um, quite a few of these Halo uh, books before. Uh, the Eric Newland ones, and my favorite series was the Greg Bear one that eventually turned into, I think it turned... One of the books turned into the background plot for uh, Halo 5, or maybe a... Uh, the Halo 4. Halo 4. It, it was, was like 4. a trilogy that turned that turned into the backstory for Halo 4. Yeah. And Exploring, like, the Didact and uh, the Librarian and yeah. some humans from before everything was turned back into, like, the prehistoric age. Yes. No, and I've always been a fan of those. They're very well written, and when you read them, like any one of these, um, these good authors like Greg Bear, who I'm, who was a fan of before he was writing these books, um, when they write something, it kind of takes you out of the idea. It's a, a video game, and you feel like you're really uh, there's really a lot more going on than you know running through hallways that all look the same and shooting aliens that are that you know haven't changed significantly for uh, for five games in a row. But that's just me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that I think the Nyland books were kind of pulpy. Oh, they at were at least at first. But yeah, <laughs> after a while, they did. The series did grow into its own. Mm. Yeah. So I just wanted to plug those um, other favorite Halo stuff. Uh, I know there was a Halo RTS on the uh, surface that you would play with some weird touch controls. I always thought that was fascinating, but I there never was a Halo it. RTS on the Xbox Halo Wars. Oh yeah, that one too. To it too. Um, I've always thought that was interesting, but I never got a chance to play it. And uh, some of the the modular nature of Halo, where you know the warthog just kind of shows up everywhere. It's like there's a lot of instantiations of the same objects that happen through the same series. It kind of lends itself to an RTS. Um, so you know, pelicans dropping warthogs and marines that all kind of look the same. For some reason, they're all Australian. I guess I don't know. It's, there's a or at least in the first Halo game, I remember that. They all had a, the same accent. Anyway, that was me rambling about yeah, Halo they for had, a while. They had more varied <laughs> accents in the sequels. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, uh, well. Um, we got some topics to discuss. Maybe some some uh, brief things that I brought to the table. Uh, did you bring in a couple things, or are we just rolling Yeah, I through? got a few things. Do we want to start lewd, or do we want to start clean? Um, let's start. Uh, the lewd one that I have uh, is not very lewd at all it's just the splatoon story uh is yours pretty bad uh not not any worse really uh let's let's do yours first and then i'll do the splatoon thing all right so uh diva has returned to the top of pornhub okay <laughs> so you remember you remember overwatch right yes and i and remember, you remember how everybody everybody was horny for the korean gamer girl diva yeah who played who starcraft piloted a mac and she played StarCraft, yeah. if I remember right. 
<laughs> well, she would have to. I mean, I mean, it's a Blizzard game. Oh, I thought you right? were so. I thought you said she's she uh, had to. She was Korean. She is. Yeah. the The backstory for her is she's a Korean gamer girl. Yes. Anyway, uh, the internet lusted after her with the release of Overwatch, and now with Overwatch Two out. Uh, she's once again, like, jumped to the top of the searches on Pornhub. The actual search is Overwatch Diva without the dot, so just D-V-A. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, so she's back, and she well, back in the, is back as on cute the, as ever. Back in the listings, right? That's what you need. Back on the charts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every everybody wants to everybody wants to get that gamer girl booty. Jeez, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I remember the cosplay was always interesting. Uh, the fan art. I actually at one point had some pretty cool uh, illustrations of the. One of them was actually uh, like a portrait style, um, and uh, it had a nice frame and everything. And I bought it at a convention for. It seemed like a good deal, and I put it up in my uh, my. Um, it was in my living room for a while, maybe for a year or two. It was just one of those things I had. And it's now reminding me, I have to go through my collection of prints and figure out which ones that I want on my Wally. Yeah. Um, so my story was a little, little more scandalous. This was from Kotaku, and, and uh, as much as I don't like listing, listing uh, their stories, I don't know. I guess they, they're good for this kind of reporting. They had a Splatoon 3... Um, streamer was banned from YouTube, but this is um, a VTuber who was playing the game, and I guess they had a one of the ink sprites inside it uh, happened to have an adult uh, video playing instead of a texture. <laughs> and the I tried to put a screenshot of it. You really can't see anything inside it, but I put it in my notes. Uh, and there's a. Uh, it was just kind of interesting the the way that this happened because it wasn't like they were broadcasting adult videos, but they had this weird thing going on where they had a uh like an animating sprite inside the game which uh which... i have the i have the background i have the background on this after i saw you put that in your notes yeah i went looking for more details yeah what do you and got? i found a tweet by somebody else which was like a copy uh or a screenshot of i'm guessing discord and it, the text for this it says Help, there's drama RN on JP side BC. Some JP indie VTubers stream Splatoon, but they used OBS to chroma key the enemy colors and replace it with Jav porn video. Oh, there you so go. So the challenge was to try to paint over the enemy colors so they don't get banned for showing porn. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, that's better than I uh, than I realized. Uh, that's a lot of fun. The, yeah. Uh, that's... That actually uh, is endearing the uh, the challenge that they put out there. That's a, that's a lot of fun. Uh, it reminds me of, um, but they tags. got caught and banned. It reminds me of sprays and tags in um, in Counter Strike back in the day. Even Counter Strike Source, you could have some animated ones. Remember those? Yeah. That and so the way that that worked is yeah, you. Yeah, they could... were very annoying. I mean, I mean the static ones. The static ones could be pretty annoying on their own because. Some people use these giant fucking sprays and would, like, take up an entire wall. And adding animation to that is just, like, insult to injury. Yeah. There was a way that you could get animation, at least in Counter-Strike Source. I can't remember if it was in uh, 1.6. 
uh, and people would have like bouncing boobies and stuff, uh, and they'd spray it at certain corners to as a distraction. And uh, it was kind of fun. Steam really cracked down on that stuff uh, later on, but back in the day, you could see all kinds of wild stuff. Uh, people would play on the servers regularly and use them, and, and nothing bad would happen. So makes you wonder if you if you could do it for they did for all those years. Nothing bad ever happened, and then they decided to ban it. Hmm, interesting. Guess you can't have any yeah. fun anymore. No fun allowed. <laughs> well, let's see. We had um, I was listening to Dad's Anime Podcast uh, again. I wanted to make sure I got him in the rundown this time. Uh, and there's a. Uh, some good discussion on that on their last episode, but there was something that I wanted to mention, which uh, it just came up on the side, is that um, I think it was from a Nintendo event that they were talking about. Um, there's a Front Mission game that's coming out. It's either some remake or something like that. And uh, have you ever played Front Mission? Do you know what Front Mission is? No, can't no. say that I do. Uh, I remember playing it on uh, SNES emulators, um, like ZSNES, and there was just one of the ROMs that was in some kit of ROMs that you could it's a big zip file you could download or torrent or whatever and, you know, pick through and hopefully none are viruses. But uh, anyway, Front Mission was a tactical uh, mecha combat game where you would uh, play through basically a story campaign. There's a lot of scripted stuff, scripted battles, and so it wasn't... It, but it was very difficult. I, I always had trouble, especially in some of the later battles. Uh, you, you had to play them a couple different times and figure out where the, you know, what the, what the script was going to do um, so that you could play uh, play your cards right and actually beat it. And then uh, the other part of it was you're always upgrading your mechs, putting in, uh, unlocking stuff and getting new gear and buying and selling. And so it had this uh, kind of depth to it, this uh, technical depth, where uh, if you're into managing things like that, that it, like I, I guess I was, I was playing it. Uh, it was uh, pretty endearing, and I've always loved that game in... Some of the 3D versions I've went and, and uh, looked at, and I just didn't like it as much as that sprite-based, um, um, you know, isometric view uh, uh, tactical game. You know, it's turn-based, you know, turn-based mecha combat. Uh, it's always been near and dear Honestly, to me. Honestly, so. I'm, I'm big into the... I really did like the ISO view games. Like yeah. Fallout and Fallout Tactics. Mm-hmm. You probably like this. Uh, it's you know retro. Uh, I, I'm, I'm Super bit, Nintendo. I mean, I might like it. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Uh, but that was that was that. Um, other good anime discussion on there. A lot of fun. Uh, bowl after bowl had episode uh, 196. Nuts are the best. Uh, they had grumpy old Ben's episode. <laughs> yeah, episode 198. AI truth detector. And hold on uh, before you before you move on before you move on from that. Today is Dame DeLorean's birthday. Oh, yes. We don't want to forget that. Happy birthday, Dame DeLorean. And many more. Yeah. We're not going to sing the song, happy are birthday. we? Happy birthday. We're not going to sing a song, sorry. <laughs> but we do wish you happy birthday, No, no we're not going to sing the song. In fact, yeah. I think we have a bunch of delay between us. We do. Um, I did some tests. I have a uh, very, uh, very short ping to Cortese. Uh, according to the speed test I did. I think it was 45 milliseconds. So, sub 100. Um, all right, so we've been doing a little bit of technical work here, and it's funny that right when we were about to talk about Grumpy Old Bands, we had some network problems. So I think we uh, we discovered something. Uh, they know. They know. Grumpy Old Bands probably was uh, pulling the strings behind the scenes. 
Uh, you never know. Those guys are a little crafty. Yeah. You don't know what don't think I don't see what you're doing, Bemrose. So episode 198, AI Truth Detector of Grumpy Old Ben's. Uh, we also had Behind the Schemes, episode 120. I do like the number 120, by the way. It's a very, uh, very nice number. Um, they had their it episode. It's a very nice number. There are so many other numbers it can factor into. Yeah. I mean, you can, if you have 120, you know, you get a couple of them together, you have a 360. If you even get three of them together, you get 360. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, if you have uh, 10 12s, you know what you got? 120. Oh, what about, what about 26s? Hey, hey, cold acid. Also 120. Hey, cold acid. You know what the best thing about 26s are? It's that. It's that. No. It's, a, it's that. There's no. A, they're 120. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a pedophilia uh, incarnate. Oh, come on. I'm making a joke here. Uh, it's that they're 120. <laughs> I know. I know. Every, <laughs> I, I'm just being dirty. There's behind the schemes. Everywhere is graveyard dirt. Um, And of course. Right before that, on Monday, Monday, a hog story had episode three, three, two, one. How's that for a sequence for blatantly false and uh, which contained many driving tips, long distance driving tips. Did you learn anything from uh, from hog story for long distance driving? I am already really good with uh, long distance driving. So, no, I Hmm. didn't. Yeah, it's the short distance driving. I'm not good at, you know, when I if. (laughs) I don't know where that joke was going. Well, um, that was your podcast. Well, they, do say, they do say that most accidents are like within a mile of home. Yeah. See, everyone needs to be better at short distance driving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, this is Rare Encounter. If you've been listening to us, even on the No Agenda stream or the Rare Encounter stream, you've been hearing all our technical hiccups. Uh, if you're on the podcast, you've probably heard them cut out the uh, website uh, that all our stuff is on is rareencounter.net. We also have a chat room on zero node, irc.zeronode.net for your IRC uh, clients, uh, where you can join the Rare Encounter room and troll along with us. I see Sir Bemrose is there. Uh, Tranquility, not sure I know Tranquility, uh, maybe a new member uh, of the of the chat room here, Servo and Carblains and uh, a lot of other people. We, of course, Chaz is hanging out there. Um, I see caught, was cotton gin there. No, maybe not. Uh, there's some regulars there that we expect to see. And, uh, it's always fun to see him. Uh, Oh, Boosh. Yeah. Bushy. Tranquility is just Bushy Boonton. Okay. I got it. Well, the, uh, if you want to check out our show, that's great. Uh, we also put it out for free. We don't have ads or anything, but we do, uh, ask that if you get something out of the show, you think it's funny or interesting, uh, uh you can send us some value back in our preferred ways through lightning the lightning network and boostograms normally normally uh we also accept paypal there's the deets are all on the website um we do usually have a boostogram segment at the beginning and the end of the show but uh for uh reasons of me being on travel and uh some other further technical difficulties beyond the ones we're currently experiencing uh we uh are gonna have to defer those till next week um uh so other than the uh paypal with uh byron giant at the beginning if you sent a boostergram, we'll be reading them. If you sent a boostergram during the show or the pre-show, those will all get uh, popped together in a, into the list for next week, and uh, it, we'll, we'll announce them. Well, cold acid, my dear friend. Well, what do you yes. think? I have you ever spent time watching cars? I have actually, right down the road from here. Um, I was uh, I was trying to come up with some designs for a future car, and it was for a. Just, just a concept. I had to give instruction to uh, to an artist who was going to 
kind of do an illustration for a game. Ooh, that the Edsel. Yeah. What? The Edsel. I'm not sure what that means. The. You don't know about the Ford Edsel? Is. No. Tell me about it. Uh, it was a disaster. Oh. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest flop in audio, in auto history. Hmm. No, I've never, what, what was so bad about it? Uh, it was just, a, it was just a failure of a vehicle design. <laughs> well, I haven't seen any of them around here, but I did spend, it was, a... it was named after, it was named after the dead brother of Henry Ford as well. Uh-oh. Well, that's no, that's not the Edsel. It's a dead, dead on arrival car, I guess. I hadn't seen anyone, but I was hanging out. Essentially. Um, I was counting cars going down the, the highway from here, just trying to get an idea of, I wasn't sure what kind of cars I liked anyway. And so I said, let me just see what people are driving. And I spent a couple of days just counting cars as they went by on the highway and making notes of how many were going by and of what class and color and how uh, many were shape. blue. There were a shitload of blue cars. They were so bad. And there were all these tall SUVs, you know, where there's seven feet tall. And, you know, I always get worried about those when I see them on the highway because the, the car is seven feet tall, maybe even maybe even closer to 10 because um, it's a big SUV. But they wanted to get good ma- gas mileage so that they lightweight it. And what you end up with is something that can tip over if the winds get high enough. It's a it's got a big sail area. Right. And uh, every once in a while you hear about them tipping over. Yeah. But I, I always worry about it, especially around here. You get some pretty high winds if you head up north towards Wyoming. But anyway, um, I was looking at cars. The cars were not looking at me. Uh, and of course, Google, um, I shouldn't say Google. This is, let me get the, uh, this was from Japan. Um, not Google Japan. It's googly eyes, and which is what's screwing me up, uh, have been attached to the fronts of cars uh, so that the car is watching you. Have you seen the uh, video that I liked? It's a Gizmodo article. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I'm gonna pop that into yeah, it's, it's, uh, chat. It's cute and creepy at the same time. Yes. So the idea is that when you're driving your car and you're behind the wheel, you're continually making eye contact with pedestrians, and so the pedestrians, well, when you make eye contact with them, then they know that you've been seen. But if you don't make eye contact, then they might suspect you that they don't, they haven't been seen, and could potentially be run over. I think is the idea. And so self-driving cars. Uh, don't have eyeballs that can make eye contact with until now where this group has put together uh, some prototype or at least one prototype car with these giant eyeballs on the front where the headlights are that pivot. And when it detects a pedestrian um, using a, um, a visual, uh, like, uh, I guess it's some, it has a webcam on the front. And it's, it's detecting people on the sidewalk. If it sees you, then it points the eyes at you so that, you know, you you understand that the car has seen you. And if the car doesn't see you, then uh, maybe you'll think twice about crossing the street in front of it. Idea. Now, if I had one of these cars, I or would program if, it. Or if the or if the eyes go red, you might think of running <laughs> the away because it's about to chase you down and kill you. Now, if the car's eyes have kind of droopy lids coming down, you need to get some coffee and pour it in the gas tank. Um, it, it might be a tired, a sleepy yes. car. Uh, now it, there's other things. And if it are, gets, yeah. And if it gets, uh, if it, if it starts glaring at you, you might be doing something wrong. Yep. Yep. Um, you have to 
Wash them with Visine, I think, might be the rule. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, this is. I, I'm more. I'm more worried about the about the robots now emoting when they come to kill us all. Well, you know, I think it's pretty cool because if people get used to this, you know, the pedestrians are going to be walking out on the street, you know, because they see the car. So I mean, I can walk out in front of it. What I'm going to do is I have to get a car that just stares straight, dead straight ahead all the time. Like my car is going to have a thousand yard stare. Nobody's going to step out in front of this car. It's going to be <laughs> Your grimacing. Your car has seen some shit. This car has been to hell and back. It's seen <laughs> where I drive and it's seen uh, the things that I've seen, right? And uh, it's going to, no one's going to step out fr in front of this car. So what I'm bringing is kind of like the don't talk to me face, okay? I'm going to put it on my car and it's going to keep people away from me. It's going to be great. You, you're into this too. I know. I could tell. You could have the, and then once in a while, yeah. maybe, maybe my I car. Do, I do like the idea of like putting a perpetual scowl on my vehicle. <laughs> once in a while, maybe it's, maybe it's the car's birthday, Does it look right? like you step in front of me and I will run you over, motherfucker? Yeah. It's going to look like, um, you know, uh. Maybe on the car's birthday or something. It's it's maybe it'll have a happy day. It'll start start winking at people. Oh, that's what I need. If, if it sees someone on the street and it says classified, oh, yeah, yeah that's, just, that's that's the last thing anybody needs. Like like the cre the creepy guy at the bar car. Yeah, it's like the winky. Uh, you know the the it detects the hot babe car, right? It sees a pink Barbie Barbie car, right? And yeah, and the, the bump and the bumper, of course, will look like one of those like dirty porn stashes. <laughs> hey, babe, nice bumpers. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, this is getting into some those weird are your original tires. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's some joke about synthetic oil. I can't make it happen. You know, it's uh, I just can't. I'm too tired, man. <laughs> um. I know it's I know it's in there somewhere, but I can't think of it either. Yeah. Yeah. Check out my clutch. Okay. Um Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the general idea of turning uh industrial things, you know, like um like equipment into uh something with a personality is uh very Japanese in my mind. It's uh the what's it called? Uh, anthropomorphism. Where you uh, you take something yeah, static, they are huge on that, like a car, and then you turn it into a car th with with a face or whatever that talks to you, you know. And I don't mean like kit; I mean it's like the physical modification of the design so that it like it can wink at you and blink at you. Well, hmm, what what do you expect from a country that turns anything that it sees into little girls? <laughs> oh yeah, boats. Girls, airplanes, Fucking girls, Japan. guns, they turn them into girls, yeah. It's it's that anime thing, right? Girls. So one time they say they there were some girls and they turned them into girls. You know, they're bad badness over there. Wow. Well, that was my they, uh, they take they take like the worst dictators in history, <laughs> the, the creepiest serial killers, and turn them all into cute little girls. Yep. There's Fucking Japan, Japan man. So this has been your lesson in the automotive no, gaze. No, I do not want. I do not want to head pat the lolly version of Ted Bundy. <laughs> Ted Bundy. I don't re recall it. Is, was there really a serial killer anime? There ought to be. No, there wasn't. But I swear to God, somebody has probably done dojins oh. of like 
of mass murderers and serial killers I, I, and sold it at Comicat. I know who's done this. Uh, Fate Stay Night. They have uh, Jack the Ripper and a couple other characters. <laughs> so yeah, it has been Yes! Done. Hey, it took me a minute to remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has been done. Wait a oh minute. Oh, God. Well. Um, Damn it, Japan. Well, hit me with a story here. You got a couple things you wanted to get out of the way here uh, that might might work uh, well for this episode. Um, what do you got for for the show tonight, Gold? Well, I've only got a couple. I've only got a couple other things. I've got something about uh, the size of infinity, and I've got my old writings that were stuck up on Tumblr back in the day and never removed. <laughs> um, you can hit me with either one. I'm going to skip the Infinity stuff because, like, that's, I mean, it's fun and nerdy, but I'm not sure how many people here are actually listened, interested in listening to me ramble on about ordinal numbers. Hmm. So let's, let's skip that. Let's just scratch that off and go straight to my writing. Hmm. Is there anything in particular you would like me to read? Um... Oh, from your Tumblr? I've I've read a couple of these things. Um and when I say I've read them, I read them like when you wrote them. It is the last uh I don't know. Why don't you pick pick your favorite? Or pick pick one that's uh that's interesting or means something to you. I won't make fun of you if it's if you're doing it seriously. I will make fun of you if it is actually hilarious. That's that's the deal. <laughs> uh some of them are probably hilarious in the in the sense that they are like Crazy shit that I just like ran off my brain back in the day. Why don't you give me two? Uh, so uh, here's this here's this piece that I wrote. I think in 2011 or 2012. Uh, let me just double check. 2010. Wow. February 2010. Titled "An Effort to Kill Off This Writer's Block," which has me wondering about my own sanity. <coughs> Zangorin sat on a floor of stone, cursing his luck and eating an apple. Apples were everywhere this year, growing from every tree, especially those trees that normally would not sprout any kind of fruit. This apple was a pineapple and tasted that way. Why, thought Zangorin, why would I ever use a wish to cause apples to grow on every tree? What madness would inspire such a wish? And what foul being read his mind and made it so? Well, no matter. There would never be worries about starvation in the land any longer, especially considering that the apples grew even in the coldest of winter, which is when this story happens. And I don't know what I am typing about. Eat apples awesome eat apples that was good eat apples it's actually interesting uh i won't make fun of you for it <laughs> it's uh very um i've got another one called to the sad woman who lives only in my imagination okay a symphony of wondrous feeling and Hunter S. Thompson and Lester Bangs pontificate on the lack of gnosis. <laughs> okay, I think the Hunter S. Thompson one's got to win. I don't know what this one's about, but he got my attention. <laughs> okay, you want me to read that one then? Yeah, why don't you do that one? I'll give All you the right. music. I'll give you the background music. None of you have any sense. Oh, yeah, okay. That's good. 
none of you have any sense. I don't have sense. You have dollars and I have sense, but that's neither here nor there. I heard the birds whispering in my ears as I droned deep noises vibrate up from beneath the surface of the world, the core where I make my home, where I sing my songs. Do you understand what I'm saying here? There's nothing, nothing, nothing at all, just what we think about, but even that's just a hallucination. The Illuminati has swallowed their tongues and we create our own reality. Angry, angry, angry. Nobody listens. They hear what they think, but it's just voices in their heads. Banging, punching, noise, noise, noise. I'll hit you if you keep yelling. I'll yell and yell and yell. None of this makes sense. There is no sense here. Just words. No meaning. Where's meaning? If you can find it, show it to me. It's not here. Bang, bang. All right. That was good. That was good, too. Yeah, I, and I have no idea where these fucking came from out of my brain. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, I mean, like, I am not, I am not on drugs, but sometimes I am drugs. Yeah, it was, um, I was going into this segment thinking I'm going to be making fun of you the whole time. And now I'm at the end of it thinking, yeah, maybe that actually that, that, uh, was pretty fun. Yeah. And I've also is written drugs. a couple of cones that have been published on on this uh, blog. Mm -hmm. You know well, about cones, right? I I know about uh, both of them. Uh, the brothers, not those, not the Cohen brothers, Coans. No, I have no idea. Okay, so they're this thing from Zen, right? That's about that's about like opening or clearing your mind. It, so here, here's what Wiki, Wikipedia says. A koan is a story, dialogue, question, or statement which is used in Zen practice to provoke the great doubt and to practice or test a student's progress in Zen. Okay. Are they so short? So I wrote a short? couple of koan stories. Uh, one, of them, one of them's a little longer. One of them is pretty short. So the first one, the first one is Moo and the Stories, and the second is Moo and the Worldly Lie. I will start the music. Right. Moo and the Worldly Lie. A novice once asked Master Moo if it was possible to separate the path to enlightenment from worldly lies, and how to tell if he was on the way to enlightenment. Moo replied, You will know enlightenment when you reach it, but that doesn't matter, for enlightenment is a worldly lie. Interesting. And the it, other one? Moo and the stories. Master Moo told a story to a novice one day. The novice, not understanding, thought it was a statement of fact and told the master so. Moo hit the novice on the head with a big stick and chased him away for the day. The next day, Master Moo told the same novice another story. The novice, remembering the thrashing of the day before, tried to appease the master by telling the master what he thought Moo wanted to hear. Moo hit the novice on the head with a big stick and chased him away for the day. The third day, Master Moo told the same novice yet another story. The novice this time understood the purpose of these stories and prepared to meditate on them. Moo hit the novice on the head with a big stick. The novice asked, If this time I am enlightened, why do you hit me with your stick? To which Moo replied, Because you believe you are enlightened by my stories or that you can be medi by meditating on them. 
At that moment, the novice was enlightened. Hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good, too. Yeah. They no. These are ones that make you think, right? No, I think um, I want to I want to caution you against explaining too much. Uh, I, I think letting the letting it speak for itself is probably the best yes, thing to I'm do right now. I'm not going to explain. I'm not going to explain the I'm not going to explain the cones that I've written. Yeah. But I think I think they're great. Like, just where, those right who, you those who are on the path, those who are on the path will understand at some point. All right, so we're on the path for uh, for a quick episode. If if we don't have some more things to uh, to throw up here, um, we had some sci-fi poetry that I'm gonna I'm not well, gonna. Didn't you have? Didn't now. you have a cheater? We had the chess cheater. <sighs> I put that in, and then they did talked about it on no agenda, so I was gonna leave it out. But this was the um, uh, chess cheating thing to joke. Uh, we got stole. Yeah, to joke about the uh, uh, ch- chess championship uh, thing with Hans Diamond, uh, who's been accused of cheating, and then is apparently still has the chops, uh, even after they've con- concluded that he wasn't cheating in some of these games. The the kind of gotcha inside. Uh, some of the articles where he says, oh, well, you know, I uh, I played online chess and played around with a uh, a chess computer chess program uh, once or twice, and he may have done it in a ranked way, and it's not really clear if it was ranked. He just said he, had, he admitted doing it online twice. And my reaction to that was, I think everyone did that once or twice, you know, and they're, they're touting it like it's uh, proof that he's a terrible guy. I don't know. It's playing with yeah. And learning no, about the reason ch- why he's a terrible guy is because he would stick a remote controlled dildo up his ass in order to have somebody tell him what moves to make. Now, I'm not. Is there more information that I have that that actually happened? Because that sounded like just a, an allegation that was not proven. For example, to prove it, you would have to have the dildo. I have no idea you know? if it's more yeah. than just an allegation. I, I think it's um, I think it's salacious and uh, I don't like it. And the um, well, salacious cl- or not, when he when he went to the U.S. Championships, they did a full body scan, including passing over his ass a few times. Mm-hmm. So somebody out there thinks that it's for real. Well, th- that's okay, but you know, uh, somebody can think whatever they want. It's uh, it's especially when you have a lot of the news reporting. Uh, these kinds of things, you know, of you don't really, you don't have a sense of what's true anymore. It's just a bunch of rumors, you know. Where's the authority that's included this? Where's the the well reasoned argument that shows that um, he probably wouldn't have made these moves, but a but a chess computer would have. And I don't see that. I don't hear it discussed. I don't see it reported. I just hear allegations. And it's the the claim is all I hear yeah, is a claim. I, I, I hear. A claim he cheated it over one hundred times, but okay, yes, and I I claim babe, I'm going to claim he cheated two hundred times, but what you know? Where's the evidence? Come on, guys, you got to have something more than this. And all I see is tabloid level hand, shit. Like, how if you were him? If you were him, how would you? How would you like address those accusations? Like it's like you know. Uh, you get accused of something, but it's not in court, right? What do you do for what do you do for recourse if you haven't been like cheating like that or anything? Nothing. 
You, if you don't do anything, people are just going to believe it, right? So what's he going to do? Is he going to go to uh, the Sun and say, no, that article's wrong. Well, they're not going to listen to him. They'll leave an interview, but they're not, you know, it's now it's just he said, she said. And there's not the, the thing to do is let him scan your butt and be degraded because that's what the crowd is trying to do to you. And then win a chess game and prove that you can actually play chess. Uh, it's, I don't know, this whole situation is like it has a funny side. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, his butt, forget, you know? just, forget just the U.S. son uh, saying that he stuck a vibrator up his ass. How about the how about the thing where where chess.com is saying that he cheated in over a hundred games? How do you how do you address that instead? Right? Yeah. I don't know. How would how would chess.com know? I mean, how would chess.com be able to detect because that he did or did? That's the that's the site he was playing a lot of the online games on, and they would have like the the records of all the moves mm -hmm. and everything and, for all these games. And Right. So, so how how do you go from they've got they've got this? How do you clear your name with them? I'm right? gonna let me tell you something about how I play chess. Um, some of the way that I learned how to be a better chess player involves studying how um, computer chess <laughs> works, and and there's a lot of different ways that these are programmed. You can look at them, but generally they have a set of opening moves, and for some number of um some number of moves into the game they play a pretty much a i would say a perfect game but they play uh kind of a routine game where it's just like if they do this you do that at some point that becomes too complex to pre-compute and so then you go into an optimization mode where you're um you're doing things like you're assigning and this is what the software does uh, or at least some of these chess programs do is you have the territory of the chess boards divided up uh you know it's an eight by eight grid and and there's a score assigned to each one of those um, cells in the grid, so the ones in the center are worth more. And so you're trying to maintain um, either placements or uh, control over those areas by having uh, by having your pieces be able to move in. So they're either in those places or they have a possibility of moving in what you want. And you're you're trying to get control of the middle of the board, trying to get a numerical score by taking pieces. They're all worth different. You know, the rules say that a pawn is worth one point, right? But the chess, uh, the, the thinker knows that some pawns are worth more than others. And, uh, it, and so anyway, um, not that I play chess like a computer, but the strategies that you might expect a computer to do are the same kinds of things that I like to do because that's, that was, and, and just to conclude the thought, um, what it's then looking for is as you're playing this game and you're trying to maintain position and um, and increase your score, and I don't literally mean the score for the number of pieces. I mean a more holistic uh, accounting of how well are you doing versus the other guy. You're looking for end game conditions that you recognize, and so you have another set of um, uh, either you're computing. Oh, is it possible to checkmate? Or sometimes there's different patterns that you can recognize that oh, I can force a checkmate, and that's how you the game so it kind of starts with this pre you know predetermined way you're playing an optimization game in the middle until you can find a branch that brings you to victory um, and so anyway what i'm trying to say is that people who think that just because you play chess with a strategy that looks a little like a computer um you know that's just like your opinion and some what's to say that i couldn't do that same thing i mean 
I could I understand at least some of how the computer is going to play. So why can't what? It, who's to say that's not just my strategy, dog? Okay, fair. I'll throw a dog in. But, and so the, and mean, so the 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 idea that they're looking again, at his moves. I'm, I'm like looking a, at it. I'm trying to look at it though, like like you've been accused of something. How do you go and like prove your innocence in this situation? Right. That's that's the question I'm trying to ask here. Well, Kafka had an answer for it in his in the trial, uh, and, uh, which is oh, that you God. don't. Yeah, you, that's not the answer I was hoping for. Which is that you don't. You get these uh, people who they don't care. They pre they've decided that you are not just a cheater, but you also stick stuff up your butt, and it's just a tag it's like a kick me sign on the back of that that's on the back of you for the rest of your life and uh i don't know i i i'm very disappointed with the uh with the way that this is going and and i'm i'll even say that it's possible that he cheated but i don't see that um i don't see the evidence established that proves it and if it may be there and it's just not presented by uh by the media and it's hidden behind some closed door somewhere i don't know but I haven't seen it, and I haven't been convinced that I that I should dislike this guy. So there, dog. I'll say dog. All again. right, there. that's it. That's all I got. That's I'm done on the story. All right. All right. All right. Um. Well, anything else we want to bring up for tonight, or should I, we uh, should we wrap? I think I've got to wrap it up. Uh, I have to get. Uh, I have to finish ironing my uh, finish ironing my suit. Then I have to go down. Uh, I think I missed the pre schmoozing for the banquet but i have to go down there and uh, make an appearance so at the big banquet hall so um, all right well you go you go show yourself off just <laughs> just keep the clothes on i will keep most of my clothes on uh, i will keep a minimum of three things on my body one sock two socks and a t-shirt i'm thinking left tennis shoe right tennis shoe and a jock strap but until next time Okay, I'm, that works too. I'm Abel Kirby. I'm Cold Acid. Stay fruity, boys. Adios. Would you lay down, honey, and die? Oh, I had a good woman. Would she lay down and die? Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?